Oh, excuse me. I'm trying to. This is Auction Universe Live, and today we got a little gaming roundtable for you. So, let's go. Hello everybody, my name is Rob. I'm host of Ultra Universe Live and Ultra Universe Everyday Heroes. Otherwise, I was Ultra Universe the Podcast. Um, if you haven't already, check us out on YouTube, Twitter. Obviously, subscribe and do all that cool stuff too, but we'll get to that later. Today, we're going to do a gaming roundtable. So if you guys were with us a few days ago, or actually, no, I'm sorry, last weekend, we did a mixed bag roundtable of multiple different topics. Today, it's going to be a few little bit of gaming news, and we got a little bit of a little bit of everything. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Got a little bit of everything for everyone. So why not just dive in? So the first one comes from us. Uh, this is from I think two or three days ago. Oh, okay. At this point, actually, five days ago, but it's still in the news. Um, EA is coming out with three new Star Wars games. Um, their big push is to, you know, put out a bunch. Because, um, you know, I guess to them it's been a while. So one of them, or the one that possibly will be coming out this year, is the next hit, or the next uh, one for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So the sequel to that, which is a, you know, a first-person uh, shooter and strategy game. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, this one, let's see. So from a tweet from Jason Schreier. Oh, I didn't bust your name. Too bad. He tweeted the Jedi Fallen Order sequel has been in production for a while and should be out this year or next. Um, hopefully this one. The shooter and strategy sound like they're many years away. Uh, this type of announcement is often for hiring purposes, particularly essential now during the great resignation. Um, okay, so I guess I kind of misunderstood that one, but I guess it makes sense. So uh, Jedi Fallen Order is a first-person shooter, but I guess there's some other ones coming out, which is going to be more first-person shooters and strategy games. Um, we are excited that the next one should be coming out soon, but later in the article, they did make a... Um, point of saying the next two will be coming out many years from now. I did see a tweet the other day where somebody made a point of how long it takes and I guess one game was basically created in I think 2017 and just put out now. So it took about five-ish years to bring it. Um, and then another game was put out, you know, I think 2019 and then put out in 2021 only took a couple um, point of that was it obviously takes a while to get these things set up and out. So the fact that it took this long for this one and it took many more years for the other two, not that big of a surprise. I know we are itching for more, um, but just keep in mind, obviously takes a while for this stuff to come. Um, I, I'm kind of curious to see, um, I, my guess is it's coming to both systems. I'm, I, that's the only thing I couldn't find on here. I know one of the other ones is already, or the, I think one of the Jedi ones on Xbox. So I wouldn't be surprised if this was there too. 
Um, the one thing I did notice, though, is with all this coming on, Battlefront, which is supposed to come out, is put on the back burner indefinitely for the moment, um, only because they're working on these other three. Now, usually that just means that they're just being pushed aside for a few, but they're still being worked on. But these are the three that are going to be focused on right now. So if anybody happens to come across it before I do, let us know what you think. If it comes out this year, we'll probably all know because we're all logged into those uh, you know, people on Twitter. Um, and then I'm going to check my uh, Game Pass regularly to see if it's going to if it's going to show up because they will. You can um, pre-download or order sometimes some of these games. So pretty cool. Um, you know, Star Wars is known for their their games. So um, sorry about that. Computer's playing funny. Um, so it is kind of cool to see them coming out, and it has been a while since another good Star Wars game has been here. Um, been a while being when it actually came out. Obviously, these games are years in the making, and then they come out years after. So the last one I remember seeing, I think, was 2019-2020. So two years as far as being out, but as far as being made, it was probably five or six years previous. Um, so let us know what you think. Are you guys interested? Are you guys curious to know what the other two are going to be? Um, who knows? We may love them. We may hate them. But they're Star Wars, so we're probably all going to still buy them anyway. All right, next up, and I know this has been ongoing already, but I figured a more recent article for this topic came out um, a few days ago. So Microsoft made their big bet that it can fix Activision by buying it. So we know that that is pretty much 98% done. Uh, their $70 billion deal to buy could make it a leader in the gaming industry, but it also risks creating a new headache for the tech giant and a key part of operations corporate culture. So really, this is nothing new. Uh, people buying other people because they think they can do it better. And most of the time they can. Um, no offense to the other people, but a lot of times there are businesses and companies that can do it better. Oh, sorry. So on the plus side, they are pretty good with their gaming. Of course, Microsoft's biggest thing is their Xbox. And we know that overall, 98% of the time, it's the best thing ever. Obviously, keep in mind, everything has its problems, but that's just what goes on. With everything that happened in Blizzard, with their uh, lawsuits and all that stuff going on, Microsoft swooped in to grab it, and they think they can change it. And more likely than not, in my opinion, they probably can. Obviously, their biggest uh, games, such as World of Warcraft, are going to be ones they're going to have to focus on because that's kind of what Blizzard, you know, focused on. But from a gaming uh, computing standpoint, this probably is going to be a better thing for them. Now, the risk that I just mentioned, the corporate culture, that is... Well, somebody wrote down, um, let's see. So, okay, discussing, or sorry, talking about the Activision Blizzard employees, they have staged walkouts over what they see as inadequate response to overhaul a toxic workplace and call for the resignation of their CEO. And they've already pledged to continue advocating for changes under the new ownership. So that part of it is positive because obviously a lot of these um, workers are happy to see that the person running it who was total, you know what, is out of the picture. Corp corporate culture, um, let's see. Uh, da, da, da. 
All right, well, from what I'm reading here, it seems like because of what the CEO did, the company, uh, Activision, still is going to be rooted in the stuff that happened before. And Microsoft itself really can't do anything about that generally because it, they weren't part of that to do. And yes, they can revamp who's running it, they can revamp who's doing it, but you're always going to have that little bit of mark on you as far as what happened before. Um, let's see. So Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella, I apologize if I mess, mess up your name, said culture is its number one priority as he stressed the importance of writing Activision Blizzard Workspace during a conference call last week. Uh, Microsoft is supportive of the work Activision is doing, while also noting that once the deal is closed, Microsoft will have significant work to do in order to continue to build a culture where everyone can do their best work. Um, so that is really where the negativity is here. Microsoft is going to have to clean up the mess that Activision CEO did, excuse me, and it's going to be a while to do. Microsoft can do a lot of things. Cleaning up after somebody is going to be hard, general, for anybody. Um, you know, there's a lot of issues with the inclusion um, not not being a thing. A lot of obviously, and we're not going to get into the what, what happened because it's a lot of things that are not in my wheelhouse to be discussing, but... Microsoft wants to be clear that they're going to make sure that in doing this, they're going to make it safe and sound and a pleasant place to be for workers in the future. That being said, what do you guys think? I mean, I'm immune to all this stuff as far as this changing of the guard thing, or um, that's not the right word. D dis I don't know what the word is. It, um, Desensitized. Thank you. That is the word. Desensitized. And of course, thank you. The world. Thank you, world. Um, to a lot of this, because I read this all the time, and this is a normal habit. Um, it's not the weirdest thing for people to go. I mean, the thing with a lot of the other games that are doing so badly is, you know, there's a there's a call for Microsoft and other people to buy these other apps and games of, of companies that are doing very poorly. Um, like I said, as a business computing gaming word, it's great because Microsoft knows what they're doing when it comes to doing that. When it comes to the culture of it, we're going to have to wait and see. And people are going to be mad. People are going to be loving it. People are going to be neutral. I mean, I'm in the neutral zone. I really can care less other than the fact that Microsoft is a much better company, in my opinion, doing what they do. That's just what I think. Um, but we'll see what happens. This is just beginning. Obviously, like we know with the whole Marvel Disney thing, it took almost the entire year to get that straightened. So let's give it a little while before it officially happens, and then we'll see where it goes from there. And I'm sure we'll get more info on it as it comes. Oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Uh, as, oh, excuse me. As it comes. All right. Last thing on the list, and this is for you Pokemon Go fans out there. Um, they put out their February uh, itinerary. Now, again, they're doing what they do where at the last minute they're going to give you the entire thing. So most of the stuff we have is very... Oh, excuse me, generic, and a lot of these things we heard about last year. So first one up, obviously in February, the big thing is Pokemon Go toward Johto. Now, of course, last year we did the Kanto region, and that's where we got to see the remainder of the Shinies. We got to get more special research, all that stuff there. Now we're moving on to the next one. So, of course, uh, with Celebi being the mythical, we're going to have more research with that. We're going to have the new Shinies. And, of course, the thing I hate is they're making you pick sides. Now I get it from a culture perspective, gold and silver were the games, that's what you do. 
kind of a pain though when you really want to catch everything and you're a shiny hunter like I am, I'm sure most of you are. Um, but we'll see. It is, you know, the tours are one of their better things. It is virtual, guys, so that's cool too. So we'll see what happens. February Community Day, again, a Johto shiny that is going to be coming out a few weeks after is Hop It. Now, again, I love the new ones. I do love the old ones because there are plenty of old ones I don't have, but it is nice to get a new one for Community Day. So Community Day is basically for a few hours. You get to basically just catch that one and look for the shinies as you go. Uh, you will have the ticket if you want to buy for special research. You'll have more chances of buying them. And then, of course, for those playing PvP, you're going to be looking out for your really good jump luff, which is the final evolution for fighting. Last month for Season of Heritage, and this one is going to give you increased candy from hatching eggs and 2 XP from hatching eggs. So this one is going to be sp specifically on hatching. Not really my cup of tea because... Yes, I hatch eggs, but I don't hatch them religiously, so we'll see. The February research breakthrough is going to be Esper, and they're going to put out the shiny version, which is a pink color. Um, and the five-star rage, we're going to have Regirock, Registeel, Normal Form, Attack Form, Defense Form, and Speed Form, Deoxys. And for the Johto Tour, we're going to have Raikou, Entei, Suicune, Lugia, and Ho-Oh. Obviously, those are the main ones from Johto region there. All can be shiny. In the Mega Raids, we have Mega Houndoom and Mega Ampharos Shiny as well. Raid Hours will be the ones above, uh, Regirock, Registeel, and the two forms of the Deoxys. They are going to do the weekly one Pokecoin bundles, which will have a remote raid pass plus some other items. The Spotlight Hours will be Lit Leo, Spritzy, Coughing, and Voltorb. And in um, order, the first one will be 2x, 2 times XP, 2 times catch Stardust, 2 times catch XP, and 2 times catch Candy. I'm sorry, the Lit Leo is 2 times XP for evolving, excuse me. Uh, the upcoming event that we'll hear more of soon, hopefully, we have the Lunar New Year, which they do yearly from the 1st to the 7th. We have the Valentine's Day event from the 10th to the 14th, and then, of course, a Johto lead-up event from the 18th to the 25th, right before the Johto event happens. So, pretty full, pretty big. Honestly, though, guys, these are going to take no time out of it, so most likely we're going to get more stuff as we go. Hopefully, it is the second to last day of January. Hopefully, we'll get some info on this later today or tomorrow because, come on. Anyways, guys, we hope you enjoyed today's video. If you guys have any comments, let us know. If you guys were able to join us live, thank you so much. Subscribe to us on YouTube and Twitter and Twitch if you want to get some more cool stuff. As always, guys, stay safe, stay healthy, stay nerdy. <laughs> Excuse me. Stay nerdy. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy, stay nerdy. May the force be with you all. Bye, everybody.